Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with this problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Today, we're going to continue to cover those that were bullied, but I'm going to touch on something a little bit different. You know, if you go online, you only got to type in celebrities that were bullied, you can come up with a host of names. I happened to cover a name last episode, Janice Joplin, who was bullied her entire life. When she was a kid, when she became a star, when she became a singer, she was bullied her entire life. And there were things that she probably could have done Even, she didn't even have to do them. But in order for her to not be bullied, and there are celebrities right now who have been bullied as kids, and they've risen above the bullying. And I want to know in my own way, and I have my theory, and I'm going to be sharing it with you, How did they do it? How did they do it? How did these celebrities, maybe they haven't overcome it, but how did they rise to such a lofty position after being beaten down when they were in school and harassed and intimidated and bullied? How'd they do it? Okay, here we go. Now, I touched on Janis Joplin. And we know that she was bullied for weakness. Oh, I'm sorry, for difference. You get bullied for two reasons, weakness and difference. And she was different. And she moved on in life with that difference. Now, she may have been a very, very shy kid when she was in school. 
but she also expressed herself very well. That being through her music, her dress, her art, and so on. And that difference, and then her opinions about different social issues, caused her to get bullied. And the bullying caught up to her rather quickly, the harassment, the intimidation. Her lifestyle changed. She dated and married unsavory people. She turned to drugs and alcohol. And then her untimely death at the age of 27. But we have celebrities today who were probably bullied as bad as and as much as Janis Joplin was. How did they rise to a lofty position and give the appearance that they have it all together? That they have it all together. How'd they do it? And this is a question that you should be asking kids in your school who are not bullied or who were bullied and overcame it. You know why? Because you want to know how they did it. What do you want to do with that information? You want to turn those kids toward kids who are being bullied and give and allow them to give them the skills and the strategies that they used to help them from being bullied and to stop it and to overcome it. Now, I'm going to be very frank with you, and I've been vulnerable before in this area. I was bullied when I was a kid. Pretty bad. To the point that I really didn't know what to do but fight back. And I've shared the story, and I'm just going to change a couple of names here, where I ran into a guy at an in-service that I was doing that was the cousin of a kid that bullied me when I was, you know, eight or ten years old. And he came up to me and he said to me, you were bullied by Bobby too. I'm changing names. And I looked at him and I recognized him as the cousin of this other kid. And the minute he mentioned his name, I look around. I looked around the room and I said, is he here? And I felt the same stripe, the cold feeling go up my spine that I had when I was a kid. The only way I could overcome it, I wasn't getting help from my parents. This was in the neighborhood. We wanted to play. You go out to play. This kid shows up. He bullies you. So you fight back and get your butt kicked. But it was a way of helping me overcome the situation. I mean, at least I was doing something. But I'm not going to say to you that it doesn't bother me to this day. Because it does. Now, fast forward the tape, I go to college. I'm out of high school, which where I really didn't have much trouble, other than 
Feeling like you didn't fit in. Now, you'll say that most high school kids feel that way. But the bottom line is, this was an extreme case for me. I felt like I didn't fit in. And I wanted to fit in, but what I did was I did something that's called self-exclusion. I just took myself out of the picture. I played baseball in high school, and that's what I did. I played with the guys that I was familiar with. When it was all said and done, I never popped up at a party, never went out, never did anything. I self-excluded myself because I didn't want to be exposed to the things I experienced as a kid, even though they might not happen. So I go to college. When I go to college, my first day there, I was, I was going to a commuter school. My first day driving to school, I said to myself, you can be anybody that you want to be in college because none of these people know you. And that was my first introduction to almost becoming a character actor. Where I went on the college campus, my name was still Jim Burns, but I was able to act and do things and behave in a certain way where that I may not have done when I was in high school. Now, I wasn't unkind, And I wasn't disrespectful, but I was able to share more. I was able to talk more. I was able to meet people in classes that I could have conversations with. I could be a little bit more, uh, I'm not going to use the word vulnerable here, open with kids because I wasn't concerned and worried about being bullied. And with, if you take that stance that you can be open in new situations, you remove yourself from the old one mentally and say, these people don't know me. So I basically can do what I want Within reason, and you're certainly not, like I said, you're not going to be rude and disrespectful, but you're not going to be as worried as you were in high school because you have no history with these people. And that feeling grew, and my confidence grew well after high school. And I'm not saying there's things that still don't bother me. However, my confidence has improved just a ba- just based upon that one mindset that I took going into college at, at 18 years old. Now, how does this relate to character actors and actors who were bullied and so on, on who are tremendous movie stars now? I mean, and you could look up who these people are. I mean, there's laundry lists of them. Chris Rock, Christian Bale, uh, Tom Cruise. They were all bullied. How did they rise above the bullying? They became people who they would never never be if they weren't acting. You look at the roles that they play and you say to yourself, 
when I talk to Christian Bale, he's not like this. He's he's way different. But they get so steeped in a character. They get so steeped in changing personalities for different for different roles that they have. They're able to adjust their mindset and become different people even in day-to-day life and they have used acting to help overcome bullying. That's how they do it. And if there's a role play that any that a teacher could do with a kid in school, have them become someone else just for a period of time. I'm not talking about creating kids with split personalities or manic depressives. I'm talking about helping kids realize what it feels like to be another person who is not bullied. Oftentimes, you'll see kids who are, who are bullied, they're involved heavily in the arts. Look at Janis Joplin, the arts, music, dance, all kinds of other things, self-expression. In this case, you're helping those kids express themselves through different roles and different characters that you give them to play. And give them the feeling that they can actually be that way. This is how the actors the actors today became good actors because they were so upset with their present personality or their present weakness or their present difference. And they had the capacity to act. And there may have been somebody there to draw them out. And let them know that, wow, you're really good at this. Once that happens, then they continue to do it. Sometimes we have to become someone that we're not. Albeit acting, we still need that feeling that we are and we can withstand bullying. We may need to play a hero. We may need to play... Uh, someone who stands up. We may need to play someone who has great character. We may need to play a sports star. Someone who really uh, stood up and stood out in society. That's how these people who became, who were bullied became great actors, singers, songwriters, and so on. They immersed themselves in some of the roles that they had. And roles is the key word here, my friends. Help your kids, your students, your children. Role play. Different characters so that they can understand what it feels like to be someone who wasn't bullied. And once they get the feeling, 
their confidence will rise. Now, I'm going to place in the episode description a link to purchase, yes, to purchase a um, workbook that I developed that was called How Did You Do It? That's called How Did You Do It? And it gives kids who have overcome bullying an opportunity to document the process. There's several prompts in there that they have to write to. And yes, it's got a lot of lines in there because it's a journal. But you'll spend $9.99 on a leather-bound journal that you pick up in Staples, maybe more than that, with lines on it too. At least this gives you 10 or 12 writing prompts that you can follow. And if you, if you purchase it, it'll help other kids. It'll help other kids realize what they have to do because you'll be giving it to the kids that have been overcomers, if you will. That's going to be on the website. Send this podcast around because this is a really important podcast. It really will help make a difference in the lives of your students and children. Visit my website, www.bullyproofclassroom.com. You'll find there articles, courses, and products that you can use with your students in your classroom to help stop the bullying epidemic. This is what I'm here for, to help kids stop bullying and to give you the tools to help deal with kids who are being bullied and bullies. We want to strengthen the victims. That's our goal. Give them the confidence and the courage. And use the technique that I just shared, the role-playing technique. And let them know and let them get an understanding and a feel for what it's like to be someone else who is strong, powerful, and who has character. And you'll start seeing changes in their behavior. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, if you did, share it with somebody else. This podcast is critical to helping students overcome bullying and to strengthen the victim. It needs to be shared and spread around. Hey, it's for free. So listen to it and send it around. Listen to it, send it around. If you're one of my listeners... And I know I have a few of you. Listen to this information and send it around. Send the entire podcast around, not just this episode, because you'll be doing your part to help stop the bullying epidemic. My name is Jim Burns. I'll see you in the next episode. Have a good day.